This is your wrestling podcast fix. New episodes of Ian Zaguri on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Over 21,000 screaming Americans right here in the Kiel Center. Millions at home. Put it real bluntly, the pressure's on. Heart Foundation, we've had our problems. We've gone round and round. But tonight, I go to the ring with every intention of settling this thing once and for all. And big man, you've got my word that I'll do anything and everything it takes to get it done tonight. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Ain't that a bunch of bull Oh, uh, well. The Patriot and I, we don't have much in common, except we don't like big mouth Canadians trash-talking Americans. And tonight, together, we will play the pain game, for it is Vader time! Well, he's a monster, but we didn't say he had All right, class. here we go. It's back to you guys. Yo. Hey, this is D.B. Richards. Hey, it's Fran. And Re- returning, JCL. Yay! Oh, I missed you, my friend. Yeah, I know. How you ha- been? I've been good. This new job has been working out better than I thought it would. What? 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 Yeah, new job. Fuck your job. I don't want to talk about your new job. Let's what? talk about wrestling. All right. Oh, wrestling? Nah, before we get to that. No, so how's the new job going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. I want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. You're taking my heat, man. All right, so let's talk about wrestling. So, no, 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 what's the job? Fuck my job. We're going to talk about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. Vader. Yeah. Yeah. got to start off. Very sad. I, I mean, couldn't believe Luke Skywalker killed him. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Yo, so, okay, so oh. before... Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Uh, hey, get your heel he beat the, now. He had to lighten up the mood a little bit. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Well, so they were saying that he died on Monday, but yeah. it actually didn't come out till today. Yeah, they said he um, like thirty minutes before Monday Night Raw, actually it said um around like seven thirty ish. Really? He passed away in his sleep or something, I think. But why did he? Heart failure. No, why didn't they tell the people? Before? I guess they just they didn't. They didn't know. Probably didn't know. Oh, no. they won't. Have, they won't have known. Well, does if, he live on his own? No, I, I guess he lives with his kid. Wait, so he died before Raw? Yeah. He didn't want to watch Roman. Nah, so this, this is what I have on here, though. Uh, Leon White, known to the world of wrestling as Vader, died Monday at the age of 63. Very young age. Um, one of White's children over Twitter said that his father had died of heart, heart failure after battling pneumonia over the last month. White had a variety of heart issues, well-documented heart issues, because they've been telling him for a long time that he was going to, you know, he was a ticking time bomb. And, um, Yo, ammonia is bad. Yeah, no. In recent months. Amplified with a failing heart on top of that. And he had open heart surgery last March. There was a point in time where they were he was, saying... He was doing good. Like, like DD, um, DDP obviously put him on like the you know the yoga plan. And he was actually doing better. When I saw him at the con. He was, but unfortunately, he was messing it up. Because he felt like the only way he could pay his hospital bills was to wrestle. Well, the, the and other, he was basically undoing the progress he made. But here's the other issue, and it, and I thought about this too. It kind of reminded me of um, when when my dad passed away was the fact that 
when your heart gets to a certain point, you're you can extend your life, but you're still not going to live as long. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's the thing. I mean, even if if he was doing everything correctly, could have still you know. So that so that was the issue was that he was a big guy. I still wish though that he would have been able he would have gotten into the Hall of Fame before. He deserves to have been in the Hall of Fame a while ago, and it's just not going to be the same now that he's gone. He should have went in there with Stan. That would have been awesome. He should have went in there with Stan. Stan has it too. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was Josh, I was talking to Jason, I was talking to JCO earlier, and I said that um everybody's got their memories of wrestling, and Vader's one of my original favorite guys. Like he was. It was him versus um, Sting. I think that was like one of my one of my oldest memories was uh, the first time he had a power bomb Sting, and I, I remember I said, "Oh look, he's gonna pile drive him." What the hell did he just do? He just killed Sting. Like <laughs> it was it was him versus Sting. It was his matches with like Cactus Jack before everybody realized how crazy McFoley is. So mm-hmm. th- those were always some crazy brawls there and. And of course, his New Japan stuff, and I mean, for as much as we want to forget about a lot of stuff that he did in he WWE, he did have some. Japan. He did have some pretty good moments in WWE, even though there was issues there. Uh, his uh, Slammy Awards with Owen Hart and all that. Was oh, cool. also, who can ever forget his um, the very short feud they did have with Hulk Hogan? I mean. Do you remember? Do you remember their match? It was at Starcade, I think. It was. Yes. It was when Hogan and Vader traded no selling each other's moves. <laughs> it was like one of the f- few times that you actually saw somebody do that with Hogan, and it was just pure joy to watch at the time. Yeah. To not sell for Hogan. Well, you can't forget his um, role on Boy Meets World as Frankie's father. Yes, that's where I know this is going to sound weird, but. That's where I met him. And then I was like, okay, is this guy like an actual wrestler? So I started, you know, looking through all of his old matches and stuff. I was like, wow, this guy is crazy athletic for a big dude. Yeah. He always walked around with Harley Race. That was cool, too. You always knew that he didn't have the straps coming down. He had, oh my God, his mask came off. Yeah. That's <laughs> when you knew it wasn't time to, he wasn't fucking around. <laughs> didn't and he play for the Rams? He, he I think did. it was like the Falcons. Yeah, he did play football. Um, I know it was the Rams. But, like, again, like, I will say, Vader Bomb is probably one of the most deadly looking moves, at least when I was younger. Just, like, the thought of having a guy that his, like, what, 400 plus just slamming down on you? His build weight was already, it was usually around, like, 450 something. Exactly. Like, to make a move, like, only he could make a move like that look extremely devastating. And then, like, to be athletic to the point where he's doing moonsaults. Yeah. I think he was, like, the start of, like, or, like, at least the prototype to, like, the big guy that can move around. Like, the super heavyweight that flies like a cruiserweight. Vader, back in Japan and WCW, he was, he's basically what Lesnar is now. Yeah. So, okay, Lesnar when he's actually motivated. Like, Lesnar in his prime. Yeah. <clears throat> I still yes, say he played for the Los Angeles Rams oh. from 78 to 79. He only played one year. 
but he was second team All American in '77. Nice. So, I will say though that, and it goes without saying also that heavily, <coughs> heavily <coughs> hindered, heavily Ooh. underrated in his WWE run. I felt like he deserved a world title reign in that WWE era, at least like the earliest part. When he made his di- um, when they were playing the Vigenets or however you say it, um, I thought it was guaranteed he was going to have the title. Yeah. Because he was, I mean... He came in during, like, Stars of Attitude Era, right? Um... He came in when I was... No, it was shortly before then, because this was around the time when the Michaels was and still... Hart were... They were, they were still feuding. Yes. So, like... So, so pre, like... He predates Attitude Era, but, like... It was kind of the middle point. After, like, New Generation. It was hard-turning heel. It was kind of the middle point where it was like they were like testing the waters with like being a little more edgy without fully going over with it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, uh, I I do remember him having a strap match with Sting. I can't remember when it was. That was the, wasn't that the King of Cable match? Yeah. Wasn't that? Yeah. Gosh, it's been a long time me watching WCW. Yeah, I know. The only things that you remember with WCW is like the spin the wheel matches. The worst um, matches in history. Oh my gosh, yeah. Robocop! I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna go back and like look into some of his matches too, because the only ones that really strike me are like the one with Ron Simmons, obviously. Yes. And the one with Razor Ramon. That was a pretty good one. And the Antonio Inoki match. Yeah. I remember him versus oh. Hogan. Do you remember? He wrestled Flair a couple times, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Flair had his um, like career uh his career on the line match against uh vader yeah and that was probably the last great rick flair match so yeah do you, do you remember the one clip um i think there was a clip or maybe foley was talking about this where vader basically like jacked foley right in the nose and just snapped it Ooh, what about the time they were in a ring in germany and oh, that's when, was that's gone. when her ear ripped off. The ear ripped off. Well, a lot of, well, one of the things that people was talking about was the fact that like that was just part of Vader's style because he wrestled no. in Japan. If he got mad, he'll let you know. Like that one match he had with Ken Shamrock when Ken Shamrock oh, was yeah, like yeah. hitting him too hard, and he was like, "Dude, chill." And so he hit him again, and then Vader just like straight, like legit clotheslined him and he, like stunned Ken Shamrock to the ground. Vader was the man's man. You know what that kind of reminded me of? <laughs> it reminded me of when Strowman wasn't taking it easy on Brock. And Braun just, I mean, Brock just two-pieced him. <laughs> and then you just see Braun on the ground, and later on it's just kind of like, oh, my bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was, he's that one guy, that man's man. If you're going to, like, punch him, he's going to punch back. Well, well, there have been times where, I think it was Vader's matches with Flair, where Flair might have mentioned this. Where Vader would want Flair to lay in on him. He's like, if you're going to hit me, hit me. You know, yeah, he, he was deaf. Yeah, that, that was just the way that he wrestled. So. Yeah, I mean, when you're a big guy like that, you have to be stiff. Yeah, because you want to make it look good. Well, it's also Japan around that time. Yeah. I mean... All they know is basically being stiff. Yeah. If I was reading some, I think I read something with Hogan, and they told Hogan, don't let this... Blank, um, racist word. Um, beat you in Japan, and Hogan beat him. 
because he didn't let them win. Hogan beat Vader? No, some Japanese wrestler. Don't let this, don't let this gook. Moon? No, he didn't say that word. Okay, yeah, I was like, don't let this racist word has to do with Asians. I don't like, know. I, I don't know. We'll talk later. You didn't say it. It's okay. We're on air. So, <laughs> rest in peace, Vader. It's good. Yeah, man. rest in peace, Vader. I did. I did meet him at the con. Was, when, we, when um, Teddy Hart was there. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I went over there. I said, "Hello, sir." How much is the autograph? And I got his autograph. Fascinating. Oh, yeah, dude, I got Ron Simmons. Paul Rudorf looked like the worst person ever. Oh, That's yeah. as fascinating as a gang girl in the backseat. Oh, fuck with you. <laughs> can, you. can we get that story again? No, we can't. Because we got to move on to the next story. Oh. Big Cass is seven foot tall, unemployed, and you can't teach that. Ooh. I will say that was pretty surprising that they just let him go like that. Oh, there's more <clears throat> to it though. Oh, trust um, me, I know. Yeah, so WWE released Big Cass from his contract after a meeting called by Vince McMahon on Tuesday. You know it was serious because in the article they didn't even say we wish him well in his future endeavors. So that's him, how you know shit. So was him real. and Enzo they're were not only, future endeavors. They're the only two that have never gotten future endeavor, and that's only because some serious shit happened oh, on shit. the scenes. It makes you feel happy that Carmelo's the last person standing. Really surprising that out of that whole stable, she was the one that became the most successful. But, like, Kaz became a dick, I heard. Yeah, it was a lot of things, really. I heard he, he was... had a lot of... He had backstage heat because... Because he was trying to grab the... Because he was trying to grab the brass ring. Yeah. And you know the big rule. You don't go into business for yourself. If you, Did you see that, um, that interview, um... That Enzo did, which one? The one like oh, the one we were talking about. Um, Cass. The night before Cass got hurt or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wanted, um, he wanted Cass to like go after him still to make him still look yeah. big and strong. That he just hurt himself. And he just like walked away. He walked away. And then he said he sent him a message, said hey, happy holidays, and he never said a word back to Enzo. So, people can say a lot of things about Enzo, but he did allow himself to get his ass beat a lot. Yeah. So, and if there's one thing he was good at was selling, I'll do that. And I'm not saying that just because he fucking knocked himself out for real. But I'm just saying, <laughs> there's one thing he was good at. It was selling, hitting the ropes. It was a joke. That should be um, that should be Brian's gimmick though. He just taps people into uh, unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who did he? That was, his, that was his last match. Big yeah. Cass's last match was against Brian at Money in the Bank. Okay. You know it was bad because that whole food, he never won once. Because if you remember Mr. Kennedy, he wrestled Benoit last. Then he wrestled um, Eddie Guerrero last. Wasn't that true? Yeah. And they all died? Wait, wait. Ken- Kennedy? No, Kennedy... No, um, Benoit's last match before all that happened was Elijah Burke. Was it Elijah Burke? Yeah. And Guerrero's last match was against Kennedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they were both Kennedy. No. I'm not really sure. <laughs> not sure how Big Cass led to Benoit and Guerrero, but... <laughs> anyway, um... Because I wanted to get away from Honestly, him. I was hoping, you know, after he had been coming back from getting hurt and all that, that, like, you know, he would have his little moment to shine. But honestly, it wasn't... It really wasn't working out. 
He had his promos were, you know, he had a couple mediocre at best. He had some fine moments, but I thought his match at um the pay per view was a lot better. It's because it was Brian. it was Daniel Ryan making him look better. The one thing that he was doing well though was, I mean, with his promos because it was like, okay, you've been gone for however long you've been gone. Maybe you've worked on it a little bit or watched a lot of Edge promos because. He did pace himself like that, and it was. There was still a lot of things he needed to work on. Hopefully, He's, hopefully he'll take this time away from WWE and reevaluate stuff. Yeah. At the same time, though, I do feel bad for him because it's like he he got never won any tag team, never won any championship gold. He broke up with his then fiance. <coughs> Um, he didn't get. They didn't move in together. Then he tore, tears his ACL. He's out for like months and he was out for like eight or nine months. Yeah, and then come back, not do so hot, and then just get fired. And guess what? Hold you, on, hold you on. Get... You missed one thing out of there. That it... Enzo was doing better than him. No, Carmella broke up with him. Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you? So congratulations, big cast. Now you got fired because you spilled chicken nuggets on somebody. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Under, I don't understand what WWE though. Actually, you know what? No, it, it's completely understandable with them. When everybody says how carny they are, even now, yeah. Because some people can get away with murder. They were looking for excuses to get rid of him. Yeah. So they just knew right then and there it wasn't working out. They just had to let him go. He's an old big man that did not have talent. Tess was better than him. Of course, Tess was better. Yeah, except Tess is still alive. Or Tess is dead. Big cast. Yeah. I'm just sorry though. Enzo was like 85% of his like personality and charisma. I only care for his promos when he had Enzo to back him up. I think it was one of the reasons why Carmella has um, Ellsworth back. Yeah. Because she can't get over without him. Pretty much. Plus, it gave her a legit re- like, excuse to beat Oscar. But we'll get into that later. Carmella's match at the pay-per-view was a little bit better than what she's usually doing, but she's like diva search level wrestler still. Yeah, I I, I didn't understand how why Oscar was looking at her at Ellsworth like for like fifteen minutes. That was so stupid. Yeah, we'll get into that soon. Um, uh, well, <clears throat> first, we'll start with the first pay-per-view of the wrestling weekend, Takeover. Oh man, Takeover was. I don't have the matches in front of me. We don't really need to recap that but what's your takes on takeover takeover once again you know is the toughest act to follow like i think there was not one bad match in that whole car with the exception of the one botch in the main event that's it other than that it was wait the the botch in the main event well the second to last main event oh the championship yeah that oh that Oh, you didn't, didn't see didn't it? it? I, didn't, I didn't see it all. Okay, basically, Alistair Black went for Black Mask and was literally, like, with uh, Lars, well, Lars Anderson, that's his name? Lars like, Salt. It was, like, like, it was, like, obvious, too. And then Lars felt like the no, opposite no way. No camera him. angle could fix that. Yeah, it was Bro. hard camera, like, so Ooh. obvious. Like, and you, I just... And because they're in a Chicago crowd, they'll let you know that you fucked up. Oh, it's like yeah. a Philly crowd. So when yeah. everybody was talking about it, though, and, and of course I got sick of for Lars, because yeah. I'm going to be the guy that liked him before he was cool. I'm not going to lie, though. Um, I got a chance to actually like look at his finisher repeatedly. It doesn't look that bad. 
Honestly. I mean, for him, it looks like it works. It, it looks devastating. It, it, it grows on people like a fungus. Like, yeah. no, but, um... What, what happened? 2K18 calls it a waistlift spine buster. Alright, that is kind of... <laughs> that sounds like a waste of time spine buster, but... <laughs> no, what happened was... And, and people were like... Like, oh, it was a timing, timing issue. It just goes to show, like, how in sync everybody needs to be. But I was like... Lars didn't even... Like, okay, one person said that he was... He turned his head the wrong way. Yeah. But then what I was saying was, well, regardless... He didn't see him at all. Yeah. So all he heard was the slap. All he heard was the whiff of the kick well, and that, then well, fell. Well, no, like the part where, you know, when he makes a slap sound or whatever. So it's like, okay, he made the slapping sound. Maybe uh, I need to fall over now. Yeah, but he fell the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. But so the it was like a kick that missed and you heard the slap and then he falls the wrong way. Oh, wait. My God, somebody actually mentioned something. They said, why couldn't the... This goes to show that the announcers need to improvise a lot better, and they still have a lot of work to do with that. Yeah. Was the fact that they could have played it up that Lars is so exhausted that he just couldn't stay on his feet. It would have been so <laughs> bullshitty, but it would have been better than Black Mask connects. They were like, no, they always they always save face by being like, I don't think he got all of it. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he got all of it. But the ending made up for it. The ending was cool. Yeah. Yeah. My I mean, favorite match of the night, obviously, Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. You like that over um, Gargano versus... Don't get me wrong, Gargano versus Tomato Ciampa was great, but it's just... It's you're, you're, about, you're a Velveteen <laughs> Dream I'm such guy. a Velveteen fan, because it's like... <laughs> I just... He's so respectable, man. Dude, like, he's, he's, the, he's like one of the... Mo he's one of the few homegrown WWE creations. The best no, part. The Maryland. best um, he came from Maryland. Yeah, but he's still like, he's not like an indie star or anything like that. He's homegrown the, with WWE. The best part about his matches or his feuds is that he's he's like an early 20s guy who is already bulletproof. Yeah. He'll be on the losing end of feuds, and people just love the fact that he can actually go, he can go. Yeah. Do you think, like, do it was you, one thing to go against Aleister Black, and then it was a whole other thing to match Ricochet. Pound for pound. See, I I wanted to watch the pay per view because I didn't have time to watch it. Plus, he's got like the most original gimmick in like recent memory. Oh, hold on. So, um, I I enjoyed the tag team match. I did watch like parts of it on oh, my yes. lunch break. Tag team match. I love. I love um, Kyle O'Reilly and and Miss Bobby Fish, but he'll be back. Bobby Strong's a great replacement, though. Strong is good. What, he was Mr. Ring Honor. Or what were you finishing up with? No, no. We can go on to that. Well, no. Nah, like I was just going to be gushing over Velvet's well, Dream. Well, one of the, I know. That's why I had One of the other it. things about him, though, is the fact that... Because you said, yeah, he's kind of... That gimmick was totally not meant to get over like it has. Yeah. like it, You know up. what it is? It's the NXT's um, Elias. Yeah. Those gimmicks... You like, don't expect them to get over, but then when they do, and like, because like I'll be honest, like I was one of those people who were just like when I first saw him, I was you just thought like, right, Goldust again? I didn't think Goldust. I was just like, I thought like Prince, something along those lines. I had um, and I was just like, all right, this guy's he's never gonna make it. And then I started listening to his promos, I started watching his matches, and I was like, you know what, this guy's got something. One of my friends was was over the other day, and he uh. And I said, okay, we gotta kill a few minutes. So I'm gonna show you Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black. And he doesn't watch NXT at all. So 
this was probably the first time we saw Velveteen Dream, and he was like, same thing. He goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then he watched the match. He was like, "Okay, that looks good." <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how quickly Velveteen can adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's that good. Yeah, you saw him in the the ladder match. Oh yeah, like, dude, he was amazing. In like, that. like you would not expect him to be like. All, all like six that. guys look great. The okay. only match that I remember him having that was average at best was his match against Chris Hero. And that was the fact that you have to be a certain wrestler to go against Hero. He, he does not match well with a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, we, another, we've seen that. Another thing I love about him is, like, he's got in-ring psychology to a T. Like, to, like, mess with his opponents like that is crazy. Like, when he did the fucking... Pants with Alistair Black's face on him, and then when he comes out, and, Prince then, re- Puma pants. and then when he comes out with the Prince Puma pants, also dressed up as Hulk Hogan with dreams still over on his shirt. Do you think that was a stab at Hogan for for like the tough enough stuff? It had to be. There's no way he just came up with that on the fly. He was like, "Hey Hogan, remember me?" Like for real. And then like. To like, mo- like basically act like Hogan throughout the whole match. <laughs> <laughs> On top of that, was so great. I would like to see more of him. You have to. Who do you think his next feud's going to be with? Uh, his next feud. I would like to see him. Or do you think Beta. he's going to continue? Uh, I feel like they settled it. Pim and Ricochet settled things. If Adam had... Cole. Well, they're both they're both heels. Yeah, but still. Velveteen's still a heel, even though he's. He's over. Yeah. But heels can take on heels. It's not often, though. So he's going to go up against a face, but how many faces are there? Like, at least on the male side. Let's see. Who do we got? Who do we got? Because other than, like, Ricochet. Oh, Alistair. no, no, no. He ain't going against Lars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. You know what? That or would actually be wrestling. very intriguing. I would like to see how that would work. I want to see. Wrestling. No, no, I want to see Lars's comedic side because he totally plays the Hoss character. Yeah, he oh. could go against Johnny, but I, what would the setup for that be? Oh, that's the thing. But they're both like with each of his matches, he's always had like always based on one thing. Like with Ricochet, it was like anything you can do, I can do better. With Alistair Black, it was save my name. So with, what's it going to be with Gargano? I could be a better underdog than you. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Dude, make that would sense. be great. It doesn't make any sense. I know, though. it doesn't make sense much. I am better than you. I can have feud with anybody. Anyway, I love to keep gushing on and on about I know, you're in love with them. But there were other matches on the card, so... Yeah, like the... Uh, the tag team championship match. That was pretty good, too. I enjoyed that match. I did watch that on my lunch break. I liked them... Um, and I totally forgot to watch the rest. I liked um, Oni Lorcan, and what was the other guy's name? Oh, Danny Birch. I like them as a tag team. Oh my gosh! I, I, I thought this much. was like a jobber. I didn't expect them to have that much, like, cur- like you know. Chemistry. This is Danny Burch's second time in WWE. <coughs> really? Yeah. Here's a question with the main event: Do you think this is going to lead to uh, Tommaso going against um, Alistair? Well, he already like set it up a little bit on his Twitter. Do you think that the Do you think that's what's what's going to happen? Is is that Tommaso wins the belt, and then Johnny wins the belt off of him. I could see that going that way. Or Maybe Tommaso versus Johnny for the, for the title could be the like takeover like the to WrestleMania. Game? Like uh, the end game? Yeah. yeah. 
because honestly, this is like the best storyline in WWE by far. This is the best feud in a long time. Did I see you on the preview, or am I just dreaming? Takeover London too. It's possible that they got on NXT UK now, so it's possible. By the way, there's an NXT UK now. Really? Oh yeah. So. Who, and speaking who, of NXT, who won the tag belts? Oh yeah, Mustache Mountain won the tag belts the other uh, recently. Yeah, they beat Undisputed Era. It was a UK live show, and they beat Undisputed Era. Oh. Tyler Bate and um, who's the other guy? Name. It's a uh, Tyler Bate and the other. Could that set up for NXT London? Probably. Too. It would have to be. I mean, they're putting a lot more focus into the into the UK market, so yeah, good decision. It's, I like the UK market I mean, anyway. It's better. It's nice to have like more of a subdivision, and this gives the UK title some more airtime. And plus, um, Roderick yeah. Strong had that feud with. They they really need to do more with Pete Dunne. Yeah, I Pete, get that he's like. Kind of with them and kind of not. Like he's got, he's kind of got the Lesnar schedule I'm, I'm aware of. Like between wrestling with WWE and then going over with, with like IWC and all that. But he still needs to do more. Yeah, but WWE. Pete Dunne actually wrestles I mean, more. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it's just same, as far as his WWE schedule goes. At the same time, though, I just feel like for the UK title holder, he doesn't really. He's not I, really around as much. I mean, I know he's... I think he puts I know, the title on. I know realistically he's defending it and he's having matches and stuff, but it's just like, I feel like I don't see as much of him as I should, you know? Because yeah. this title reminds me, like, back in the day when the NWA was going to different places to show yeah. territories their titles. And well, I, that's, that's all Triple H. Like, you know that he's the one that's into trying to branch out a little bit more or, work, or actually kind of work with the companies. I mean... Whereas Vince will just have a single monopoly over it. I mean, Speaking of Monopoly, we'll get into the uh, all-in Madison Square Garden thing. Yeah, we'll get... So, um... We haven't got Chicago yet. Money in the bank. Um... Money all, bank, the Money in the Bank... It was not bad. bad. It was not bad. Money was, in the Bank was a lot better than our last pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine... After I had the time to invest it, I'm fine with Strowman winning it. I'm, I'm I'm still on the fence side with you where like I felt like he didn't need to win. He doesn't it. need to. But at the same time, you know what? He he's you know he's pretty, he's like big stock right now. So yeah, my money still would have been on Miz or Joe though. Like don't get me wrong. Yeah. Styles versus Nakamura finally had a good match. Yeah, but at the same, it was a great match. But at the same time, it like. It destroys Nakamura because, like, if there was a time for him to win the title, it was now. Like, so now he's losing, gonna, losing again. So now like, he's gonna, like, now he's gonna have the what the IC title? What's he gonna do? Beat Jeff? Or yeah, like losing to Styles, like destroys the whole point of this heel turn. Like, the whole point of the heel turn was so that he had the world title. And if you're not gonna give him the world title, then what was the point of him turning heel in the first place? It's true. Vince's ADHD. Exactly. It's just like, but you're hurting a good character by not pulling the trigger. But Styles is a good champion. Yeah, but he's held the belt long enough. The only reason he even got the belt back was just so he could have the match between Brock. Okay, I got a question. Did you say that when CM Punk held it for a long time? Yeah, but that was different. CM Punk was defending it. AJ's defending it. I mean, in the sense that CM Punk was started off face... In his title reign, then went heel. I'm saying like, I'm I'm not saying 
Styles is a bad champion or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, it's it been really like, made it's been sense like, for Shinsuke to win. Yeah. It would have been... It, it, if there was a time for the belt to change hands, it was supposed to be at Money in the Bank. Here's the other problem, and this is something that WWE constantly does, is that they always want to... They always want to try and find ways to surprise people, but it's always some weird, stupid surprise. Like, Nakamura should have won the belt. That would have been the ideal choice, but he didn't win the belt. So now... Watch Styles lose it to somebody where it's like, why the fuck would he lose it to this person? Exactly. What about Rusev? I mean, Rusev is overdue for a title, but I'm just saying, at the same time, the ideal person that was supposed to win the belt was Nakamura. Correct. Okay, Rusev is obviously just the next challenge, but if he were to win, that would be nice. So that's a win-win situation regardless of the fact that he's in a main event at all. Or at yeah. least in SmackDown I'm side. just amazed at seeing he's going to be in the main event for Extreme Rules. Yeah. Well, they got to give... One of the things talking about before was when they decided to start doing the co-brand pay-per-views all the time was the fact that it's like, well, maybe one of, maybe one of their reasons for that was, hey, so we can have a world title match on every pay-per-view instead of hoping that Brock might actually show up. It's true. I mean, obviously there was more to it than that. That probably played at least a small role in it. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan's match was good. Because he basically wrestled himself. Yeah. Yeah. Took his own bumps up. <laughs> I don't know why he's not doing the yes lock anymore, though. I mean, I don't mind the heel. He's still, he's still doing it. He's just... But he's not, like, winning with it. It's like a it's, random submission move. Well, it's kind of like when, um... It's kind of like when Benoit was... I, I, I hate mentioning him at all because it's like, oh yeah, you know, before he killed everybody. When um, <laughs> when Benoit was doing the sharpshooter and the crossface, and he would actually win, win with both of them. So He's more a technician, so he's going to use... I mean, I know, he's like, I know he's like basically the new version of the Man of a Thousand Holes and all that, but like, you know, it's just weird when you start not u- using your non-finisher. But you stuff. have to remember, he needs to watch what he does in the ring. So the best thing he's going to do yeah, is... but how bad could the yes lock be? Yeah, the yes lock's not exactly a high-risk move. But he's trying to do it a lot more. He's basically the ground version of AJ, because AJ's got a lot of multiple finishers. So Brian yeah. could be the same way with submissions. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's not a bad idea. The women's um, money in the bank was... good. Good. I still like again. I thought Becky. I don't have mind one. Bliss winning it, but it was Becky's time. Becky or Natty, I would not went with one of them. So many people have said, "Why the fuck is Bliss champion again?" Yeah. Spoiler alert: She cashed in same night she won it. See, I don't have a problem. With her. She's a good heel. We're not talking about Nia being a flop. Everybody knew that she was a flop. We're talking about the fact that Bliss is champion again. Yeah. I think it's okay I because like you story, need... I felt like storyline-wise, Natty should have won it, turned heel, and then cashed in on Ronda. That would that would have been like... It, that was, that, that would have been the smart been, way. Yeah. But it's, well, almost, it's, it's almost like the writing team said... That's what everybody's expecting. So let's do something else. Yeah, but it's the safest bet. You put you should put someone who don't get me wrong has is a fast learner when it comes to you know in ring action and all that. Greatly improved from her last time. I'll give her that. 
you should put her in the ring with someone that she's super familiar with rather than someone she's not. See? What do you mean, Ronda? Yeah. He got to say... Especially if she's now going to be in this feud. Ronda, or... <laughs> don't want to kiss her ass or anything, but it's like two matches in. She's had two matches. And she's fucking solid. She's... 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 She's probably one of the greatest women wrestlers ever. Two matches in, she's having matches like that already. Yeah. Dude, I mean... She looks good. I mean, yeah. Nia, Nia's track record as far as like her matches go, she's not known for carrying people. She's no. the one that gets carried. Mm-hmm. I'm, like I said, she needs to stop smiling. She needs to go in there as a beast like how Vader was. Well, and, she did that on Monday, that's for sure. Like... You need you. She needs to stay away from smiling, and she has to be a beast. She needs to stop being the fat shaming character. They yeah. don't want to play her up as a monster. Oh, she's she's the one that people. Who the fuck would want to make fun of somebody like Nia Jax? Nia Jax would whoop their ass. Yeah, I don't want to mess with her. But I, if I had to pick, I think Alexa Bliss is a better part because she's better on the mic. But it's the fact that she's she was already a four-time champion. Yeah. Well, three-time overall. Two-time with... Yeah. But it's like them putting Charlotte, Charlotte with the title because they don't trust anybody else. Well, Charlotte, they just want to build her up like that because she's a flair. Yeah. And yeah. she's actually good. So... Yeah. I think that's an all thing because they don't trust anybody else. They didn't see, like... if. Who's gonna take it? You it's know not I mean? that they don't trust anybody else. There's just that not many that can like, you know. Carry Alexa Carrie. is just good at doing favors. That's all. Team Little Big One. Oh, I was man. really surprised that both Raw members wanted money with that. Yeah, fuck you, SmackDown. It happens. It happens. Maybe next year we'll we'll have two. Wait, really? Haskell was on Raw before she went to SmackDown. Yeah. So you can say two SmackDown people won the Royal Rumble. I mean, is, is that is that how they're doing it now? Uh, Give me a fucking break. <laughs> we got to keep things even. Everything's even. It's it's the liberal world. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> that that you know what? Actually, with with the, I hate to say it, you're kind of right with that. No, no, the way WWE is booking. Nine, like for a majority of the roster they have to have 50-50 feuding and sometimes it's not necessary like even even with even like when Asuka or like for example when Asuka would have her matches or she should have just completely obliterated people and yeah. they wanted to make it like a, a fair match it's like you, you don't, don't have you. to do that Yeah, you know why is it that Brock Lesnar is the only person that could beat everybody's ass and Strowman. And Strowman. But even with Strowman, like, they had... Like, they did that in... She was a monster in NXT. Yeah. Like, the only... I think the only person who really defeated her, like, that was Oscar. So why can't she have that same dominance on Raw? Like... Because this is... Because this is NXT Vince... Or this is NXT and Triple H versus Vince McMahon in the main roster. And they just see things differently, so... But you have to remember, we're not the booking. Yeah, we might get upset, but we have to get over it, too. We can't bitch 
can bitch. We can bitch. We are the fans. Exactly. Why do why why do the wrestlers? Okay, you know what? This is something. This this is going off of the list here, but one of the things was um. Oh yeah, the gender, gender, Roman the match. gender and Roman match. You had a couple of people on social media, like wrestlers and others, going like, "Oh, the ref too." Yeah, Bubba Ray. He was like, "Oh, they were trying to uh, go in for themselves." And back in ECW, we would have taken care of that. It's like, yes, we all know that the Dudley Boys were the biggest douchebags in ECW, and they caused riots. Yeah, but yeah. at there the same some, time, Saul Paul responded with, yeah. "Yeah," but at the same time. ECW gave birth to the entitled fan. Yeah. You never had a more entitled fan than an ECW fan because that's what Paul Heyman wanted. Yeah. Vince McMahon is responsible for how the fans are right now because he spoiled them for so long. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, oh, uh... And it's not even, like, really, like, they're being spoiled. They just... They want change. They don't want, like, the same shit shoveled down their throat. They don't want the same boring stuff. Like, if you're at, like, a stand-up comedy or something, right? And the guy is, you know, You have to go by the demographic. You're gonna boo. You have to go by the... Like, you don't see people that perform at the Apollo complaining on Twitter. (coughs) Get the fuck off the stage. Well, here's here's the other thing. Is, and, you know, when... when You'll get this a lot with wrestlers or anybody that's in the business and they know how it is it's like it's it was going back to the comparison of um you go to a restaurant and you say you want a cheeseburger mm-hmm. and they say oh you don't want a cheeseburger you, you want the slice of pizza it's like you want the slice of pizza i know what you want you can't tell me what you want it's exactly. like yes i know what i want i'm the paying customer exactly you know so at the same time wrestlers and others they have every right to voice their opinion also, but for people to go like, oh, you don't know any better, it's like, WWE... It's like, this yeah, is, I may not know any better, but I still know what I like. This is in, this is wrestling in general, but you but you notice, you never hear anybody criticize NXT. Yeah, because NXT is great. NXT listens to the fans. NXT is, you know, a fresh breath of air. Who the hell was it? It was yeah, it was Charles Robinson. He was like, "You gotta respect them." Or it's like, you do realize that majority of us are sick and tired of the writing. I mean, there are people that really don't like Roman Reigns and gender, but guess what? There's people that don't like the most popular wrestlers in the world. Yeah, like, you're just going to run into that. Like your friend Joe doesn't like Styles. Oh, he's he hates Styles. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just, it's one of those things that it could be discussed for hours on end. I'm not a fan of Austin Aries. <laughs> say something, say something. I, I don't like Velveteen Dream. <laughs> I don't like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because he's a wife beater. And I'm not really a fan of Bret Hart because he's a whiner. <sighs> you, don't like, now. <laughs> you don't like wife beaters? What are you, a liberal? I don't know, I'm just saying something. <laughs> Stupid liberal. <laughs> moving right along. Oh, we're moving on along? Yeah, so... <clears throat> Dustin Rose recently took to Twitter to tell people to stop bullying. This was his tweet. Look, I'm hearing a lot about suicides today because of bullying. Stop bullying. Be compassionate and friendly. Stop trying <coughs> to impress your friends and be a better person. It costs nothing to be a... 
it costs nothing to be good to someone who you know nothing about or their situation. <sighs> Hashtag be a hero. Damn it, you beat me to the. I was going to do that too. <laughs> You'll remember the name of. Is is he? What is he referencing? Or is that just something that he just decided to tweet? I guess because as any, I mean, I mean, was yeah, there I, mean, any I know, recent suicides? I know, you know, I know, kids are, you know, unfortunately, they feel like that's the only solution to a problem, and it shouldn't be a problem, and it really shouldn't and be. And I, I get like, that, but the best is to talk and try to fix it instead of just. But like, did did something like happen that was close to him or something? Because that, I mean, yeah, it was around the tweet, but I mean. His heart was in the right place, so I'm not going to give him too much crap for it. No, I'm not going to give crap. Have you seen that 13 Reason Why? Uh, yeah. Dude, that made me think a lot more. But people that are thinking about suicide should get to talking to somebody. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's it's one of those things where, oh God, we're going to start talking about this. It was, um... <laughs> the whole discussion of mental health is always... 50-50, I guess. I mean, even even the people that say, like, oh, people should get, like, you know, they, they need to seek treatment. There's a lot more to it than that. Mm-hmm. People with mental disorders, they could they could be fine 99% of the time, and that 1% of the time is a big issue. Yeah. You know? So, that's the problem, is and that there's so many different scenarios with what could be going through somebody's mind that, unfortunately... Suicides are going to happen regardless of how much prevention there is. Yeah. So, you just got to do your best to make sure it doesn't happen and just hope that, you know, you make a difference with somebody. Well said. Oh, wow. Okay, so... Moving on, we have... uh, WWE blocks Ring of Honor's Madison Square Garden show that was planned for next year. Wow. Wow. How fucking petty can you be? Like, seriously. Like, just to give you some backstory, the only reason the people at Madison Square Garden was even going to let that happen was because WWE basically was just like, let's just go to the Barclays Center instead now. And they've been doing, and they've been going to the Barclays Center for shit for like, what, like the past five years or something now? That's yeah. been their, that's been their main spot with like for the occasional, summer summer. With like the occasional live show at Madison Square Garden. And because they want so much money for a live show. It doesn't matter if you're not, but if they're not going to pay them, then let somebody else pay them. Exactly. Why are you going to be like a bitch and like call them up and be like, "Yeah, don't don't do it" and stuff? The only reason why is because if a show, like say like Ring of Honor or New Japan or something along those lines, gets Madison Square Garden and basically. That right there makes them mainstream, puts them on like the, okay, dude, you guys see this. You get people talking, and it becomes like a big thing, and now suddenly WWE's got legit serious competition. Because New York City is their home. That's their stomping ground. So, I just feel like it was such a petty thing to do. But, But here's the other issue, though, is the fact that on one hand... You can see why they would. On the other, it's still kind of bullshit. Because they could take those wrestlers that people are seeing in those companies, and sure, it'll it'll boost the company name. But hey, look, 
now more people know these wrestlers and you could easily take them away with your Fox deal and that billions of dollars that you got or whatever. So. Yeah. And I thought WWE was thinking about talking to New Japan and do a friendship thing. No, that's just Triple H talking. That's not like Vince. They can still do cross-promotion. Okay, this was something that Jericho was mentioning on one of his podcasts or whatever, was that Jericho is completely open to doing business with other companies, but it's still he still has to pick and choose. Like, if New Japan were to do a show in the States, he would probably not do a show there because WWE, because he still wants to keep a good relationship with them. But if he's going to go out to Japan, it could be Wrestle Kingdom. It doesn't matter. It's still away from WWE. Yeah. So, like, Jericho, for as open as he is with working with other companies, we'll is still, still some boundaries. walking the line. And that's, I mean, so to go back to, so there's a lot going on as far as companies trying to cross-promote, branch out and everything. But there's still, but it's still a business. There's still some things that they're going to be like, no, we're not going to do this. Yeah. yeah. But as far as the Madison Square Garden stuff goes, if you're not going to do a show there, then what the fuck is your problem? Like seriously, come and bring it to Philly to the ECW yeah. arena. I'll be there, dude. <laughs> All in Philly. No disrespect to the ECW arena, but compared to Madison Square Garden. Bring the Philly. You in Philly. Philly is not that... I mentioned this before, actually, going to a, going to one of the WWE shows was... I remember going back and, like... When the time... When the shows that you've been to kind of spread out, so... But you clearly remember how the crowd is. Monday, was hard. No, no, no. Monday Night Raw, when The Rock returned back in 2001... Mm-hmm. That was a Philly crowd. That yeah. was a hot crowd. And then I remember like going like years later and going, man, this is not the same. Yeah. This is, I mean, obviously it's not the same product, but the crowd is not the same. Yeah, for me, it only became a Philly crowd during Royal Rumble 2015-ish when Bubba came out. Yeah. That was probably the closest. Yeah. Because mostly the the Philly crowd will go to the major major shows, like. They haven't been to a House of Hardcore show. We've seen that. I still, I still think as far as when you were mentioning as far as All In goes, like you were like, oh, why couldn't they go to Philly? Chicago was a better choice. Yeah, but I'm saying, if you brought it in Philly, the Philly crowd will come out. Even the Black Hawkster. The Philly crowd is not what it used to be. Yeah. ECW is dead, remember? You're, you were one of the ones I kept mentioning that every single time they want to change ECW, you're like, HOH! ECW's dead, you fucking marks! <laughs> Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, thoughts? Anybody? Anybody got anything? Dolph Ziggler winning the IC title. That what? shocked the hell out of me. I honestly did not expect, I don't think anyone expected No, that. because it's a Raw. How many times do you see a title change? I mean, that's not the issue. It's just he goes off from, you know, successfully defending it and then instantly just loses the next night randomly out of nowhere from an open challenge, no less. Yeah. That's surprising. And and then you hear um, McIntyre saying that he's going after a title, too. What title, though? I don't know. 
that, that's why I'm like really surprised about it. Like, this is there's two scenarios that's going to come out of this. One, they turn on each other. Well, besides that, that's 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 guaranteed to happen. So we can have. So you you have Drew, who's the one that's like you know oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna inject some like you know everybody's getting soft and everything or whatever and so maybe Dolph could play the pussy champion and Drew gets tired of that shit. Make it work. Two. Dolph actually plays the fighting champion and he does well, continuing the string of great icy title matches on Raw. And uh, he he issues out the open challenge and, and Drew accepts it. That could work. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. It's still just very random. It just means that they're getting ready to do something with Seth that they had to get the title off of him. That's my only logical conclusion. I think he's going to be going... Because remember, this is around the time where they're going to start making Seth into like the big main eventer now. Because once Brock's out of the way and Roman steps up. So this is around the point where they got to make Seth look good. And I mean really good. What's going on? What else has been going on in Raw? There was a couple other things that happened. Oh, yeah, Stone Cold Ronda Rousey. <laughs> oh, you call her Stone Cold? I call her Ronda Lesnar. <laughs> you know what? Somebody on um on one of the Facebook group Brock pages. Rousey. No, what happened was they were like, did you get any Stone Cold Steve Austin vibes? I was like, no, because she wasn't like drinking Ronda Weisers while, you know, flipping off Kurt Angle. <laughs> oh, I saw that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. but... I would say, though, she's got some weak-looking briefcase hits. I... <laughs> Kurt Angle's it looked like a pillow <laughs> she made that briefcase look like a pillow so bad oh the, when she kept swinging at Angle though and Angle just kept swatting it like bitch what are you doing and she was like I thought you were my friend <laughs> like, that dude, part was funny what do you think is going to happen like gives her time to work down in NXT to work on her I, craft. I doubt they're going to put her in NXT. No, no, I'm talking about... I, I love that shit, though, was the fact that, like, when, when you were saying, oh, look at what they're doing, or it's like, she's making her into Brock. I was like, what, she's taking the night off? Like, it's like, oh, wait a second. She's suspended. She's taking the month off. <laughs> Good job, WWE. No, they're going to set her down to work on her craft. You got great wrestlers down there. Either that or she's getting ready to do something on, like, you know, the other end of the spectrum, like... I know she's got the um, UFC Hall of Fame thing coming up. Yeah. And is that why she's taking a whole month off? She I mean, she's probably got things. some other stuff, too. Could be a movie. Well, or some TV interviews. Well, one thing like about that. her is that even though she's still on a full-time contract, they're going to use her mainstreamness to their yeah. advantage. So, it's like, hey, it, look, we got um, it's basically like, an appearance somewhere. It's basically okay. like having the mainstreamness of The Rock, but like more of the availability. And when I was Ubering, and the two people in the back, they're like, oh, you like wrestling? Because when my um, thing says I like wrestling. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we like Ronda Rousey. And we saw her on TV. And we're like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, she's on TV. <laughs> you should have started talking about other people. should have been like, yeah, what about the... And they're just like... Who? They don't... They're, they're just Who? UFC guys. Oh. Fans. You know what I mean? And they just love Ronda. should have asked about CM Punk. <laughs> what do you think about CM Punk? Fuck that guy. Phil Brooks sucks. Smackdown. What happened on Smackdown? The the gauntlet match. That that was 
the basically the big thing. The whole the show. show, really. Yeah. Plus, uh, Sanity's finally debuted. Dude, finally that was nice. Kicking, kicking the Usos' asses. Yeah. We I was, was kind. Of, I was kind of happy to do see. Do you think if they win the tag titles, they'll do the free rule like New Day? Yes, they already said they're going to be doing the free bird rule. They need to have a bunch of teams do the free bird rule. Fuck it, they got enough people on the roster. They, yeah. they, the only two that have done it so far is Undisputed Era and yeah. uh, New Day, obviously. Sanity could do it. Absolution if Paige got hurt. No, they couldn't have done it because there was no wrong the women's tag team. Thing. But if they made one, though, definitely. I am happy to see Eric Young in WWE. Always a fan of um, him and um, TNA. Yeah. Like, what he's finisher right now is awesome. So, that wheelbarrow neck breaker thing that he does. Yeah. So, out of the the stable he was in, the only two people left out of that group is Petey Williams and A1, I think his name was. Oh, yeah. you mean his TNA stable. Yeah, stable. They're the only ones that need to come over. You know what I mean? Rusev. That, Rusev is number one content. That is. That's, that's amazing. That's great. I like the exchange at the end when Aiden English was being a douchebag and Styles just clocks him. <laughs> you would think at that point in time Rusev would be like, you know, kind of like, oh, I'm going to help my buddy, but it almost looked like Rusev was going, see, why'd you do that? Going back <laughs> real quick, just the money in the bank when Rusev and them came out and how everyone was like, oh, look at Aiden's outfits. He's referencing CM Punk. I was like, no, that's just the Chicago flag. Calm down. <laughs> but I'm Who so, said that? It was um I know Rick said it at the um pay oh. I know a couple of them said it. I was like, Calm down guys. It's just the Chicago flag, it does not mean anything. <laughs> the only person I, who threw a shot at fucking CM Punk that day was Booker. Booker's such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Dude, wouldn't you? If somebody just dissed the whole locker room? That you were friends with? No, you don't care. <laughs> we but talked back, about that last week. Yes, we did. Go back to SmackDown. But he wasn't here for that. <laughs> uh, what else happened to SmackDown? That was, that was basically it. Yeah. Who yeah. owned Eliminated Daniel Bryan, by the way? The Miz. The Miz? Wow. So yeah, that could set up. Because the, the, the Bludgeon Brothers beat down Bryan before... Why? The Miz. I forgot why. Because he was an ex-member of them, and I'm pretty sure they're not going <laughs> to bring that up. So, the Miz comes out. He picks up Brian immediately. Hits Skull Crusher finale for the pin. So they're just finding the most creative ways to make Daniel Bryan lose at this point. Out of the big matches, it's funny and irritating at the same time. It works in the sense of what they're trying to do with him and the Miz, though. Yeah, but it's like a little, time, a little taste of like. At the same time, though, why randomly get jumped by the Bludgeon Brothers for no fucking reason? He's not going after the tag titles. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> Fuck you for taking out Big Cass. Why'd you get him fired? <laughs> like for real, that's probably the only reason they get the Cavs go attacking. Have you noticed the Wyatt family? No. Are both tag team champions? Bray Wyatt and well, the Bludgeon Brothers are separate now from the Wyatt family. No, but I'm just saying the Wyatt. I get what you're the saying. The Wyatt clan. Speaking of, of, we forgot that funny part from Raw. <laughs> that fucking cosplay scene with the B team as dressed <laughs> up as Jeff Hardy and fucking Bray Wyatt. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was hysterical. You I mean Matt Hardy. Look, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I he looked like fucking Jeff Wyatt shit on. I want them to win the tag titles now so bad. Just because of that. 
I'm hooked now. Like, if I wasn't already convinced before, I'm fucking hooked I don't want to talk about anything having to do with um, Raw tag teams until the authors of Pain are around. True. What about Willow coming? Who? Jeff Hardy. Shut the hell up. No. You see, no, you see the no. face paint? Fuck that. He got the Willow, Willow gimmick going in. talking about Willow the Wisp. Dude, he, he had the face paint? Yeah, I know. He's got the, the fucking face paint on, but... Alright, so... I don't like it. I don't like it. So, if you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Pro Wrestling Discussions, Josh Ho, our contributing writer, does five takes for Raw and five takes for SmackDown. He is my favorite Ho. And we're going to go down the list. I did make a I did make a mistake on the last one where he said something like, oh, I can't wait for Jinder and Roman. And he, was, and he messages me and he goes like, you're supposed to read the rest of it. You didn't see that I said... I can't wait for it that, that, that to end. And I was like, oh, my bad. Because <laughs> I thought he was saying, oh, I can't wait for this feud. <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah, he told me What's about wrong that. With that. Yeah, that was funny. Sorry. Um, so if I take some Monday Night Raw, I'm just going to go down the list real quick. See, I keep just going by the, the headers and not going through the rest. So I'm looking at this going, Reigns, Lashley, and one-upsmanship. Okay. Um... <laughs> For those of you wondering why we skipped over the Sami Zayn and Lashley flight, it's because no one here gave a total shit. Yeah, basically. So, Reigns and Lashley... He did spear! Reigns and Lashley are now, I guess, doing something together. I mean, it's better than what he was doing. Hopefully something good comes out of it. Yeah, like like a different finisher. Yeah. Wait, so we, who's going to be the face? Who's going to be the heel? Lashley's going to be the face. Roman's, going just, to... Roman's the heel by proxy at this point. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler shocks the world. Yep. Talked about that. Josh agrees. Constable Corbin involved in the title scene. Oh, God, no. Are you serious? No. Please, oh. no. No. Okay, hold on a second. So, ever since Constable Corbin arrived on Raw, I've been impressed with this character. Baron Corbin was... Oh, God, Josh, you were disappointing me. There is nothing to be impressed with Baron Corbin at all. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep my opinion on myself. This I is, think his bald head is nice. This is... Oh, you're just saying that because you're bald. <laughs> and, Not and, really bald. And, and it is better than what he had going before. Um, okay, I'm going to read the rest of this. Baron Corbin was on a fast track to nowhere and desperately needed a spark. His new character provides that in spades. But it's like another version of Corporate Kane. And we all saw how that went. Yeah. Is ba- he going to get a mask after this? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bailey and Sasha is finally getting somewhere. I'm bored, aren't I'm, I'm like, it's just they do the same thing over again. They make up, and then they fucking have a backstage fight. Make up, Ooh. and they have a backstage fight. It's just, it's Where's so... the rock? Where's the rock so he can say, Why don't you two just have a damn baby? Yeah, for real. Like, at... I hope they just go through the feud. I hope that Bailey becomes the heel. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I would like to see Bailey as the heel. Fuck hugs. Fuck hugs. I mean, her fucking biggest fan is heel on the indie scene. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to rack my brain around that. But it's just like if you're gonna if you're gonna do this feud, you need to do this feud. Don't. Don't start it and then just fucking stop like abruptly like you did the last time. Go through with it. Because you have something here. And if you don't capitalize on it now, it's just a fucking waste. Do we fully? 
Ronda Rousey snaps, and that was the last one. Yes, she did. That was awesome. She needs. We need more of that. Uh, dude, she's getting she's getting amazing in the ring. Well, for having two matches, she's already like okay at at the rate that she's going. I mean, dude, picture she, every other women's wrestler and remember their first couple of televised matches. We're not even talking about her, their their first actual matches because. For Ronda, her developmental is what she's doing right now. Yes. I mean... And what she has so far is really surprising. I mean, now granted, they're going to take a little more time and care into how they book her, they book and, you know, go through her matches. This is why she's off TV for 30 days? No, there could be some other reason. This is WWE we're talking about. They're they're probably giving her time off so she can do her promotional appearances. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Ronda maybe on the side will be like, I want to go down to the Performance Center because I'm such a... That's one of the great things about her, though, is that you can just tell that she's, like, such a mark for it. I mean, she's obviously not doing it for the money. (laughs) Like, you know... Because, like, I think on Total Divas, she was on there. Yeah. Five takes from SmackDown. Gotta speed this up. Alright. Okay. Ellsworth is here to stay. No! Yes! Go to hell. I mean, let's be real. It was the only legit way Carmella was going to be Oscar. True. Like, when they started saying that he was coming back, I'm pretty sure that was, like, the conclusion everyone jumped to. That, oh, Carmella's retaining. I was just hoping that it was some bullshit report from Observer, and they were wrong. No. <laughs> I like Ellsworth. I don't mind him. He does his job. Stop being so Delco. No, because he's so over. Well, if you don't like him, he's over. I it's like Vicky Guerrero. I wouldn't say he's over, but he The does, only reason why people like him at all is because he has no chin. They like to make fun of him. Ooh, he has no chin. Find somebody else that doesn't have a chin. How many people don't have a chin? <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay, well then, find somebody who had, like, fucking mouth cancer or something. Fran who really does not like James Ellsworth, if you haven't picked that up already. He's a waste of time. I don't want to hear the whole, he's such a good heel. No, he's just, he's not a great heel. He's getting it over. That's all you have to get Who over. Who the fuck cares? No, he likes him. That's what's so great about him. Okay, let's move on. What's yeah, next? Some, that's why you're a Trump guy. I'm just saying the guy couldn't even beat Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert? I'm just saying the guy couldn't even beat Gilbert, so he's not all He's tagging with Gilbert. Nakamura. And Jeff Hardy is happening. What is it? Why? Don't tell me they're going to put the U.S. title on Nakamura. Ooh, ooh. Can he, like, delete Jeff's balls? Because that would be awesome. Could it be obsolete? I still hope he's doing the fucking dick punches. Go on. Delete! Delete! (laughs) Obsolete! Obsolete! (laughs) That'd be so great. Delete your nuts off! But his... Jeff Hardy's promo was nice. Jeff's a good promo. I'm not a fan of his, but that promo was nice. Yeah, you don't like the stunt man. No, I don't like this. No, Jeff's got good promos. It wasn't like that for a while, but like after his TNA run, it was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's next? Uh, Daniel Bryan versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I don't know where this is going. Is he going to tag up with somebody? Are they going to bring Kane back? So no, they're not going to bring Kane back. Oh my god! <laughs> Kane's done, okay? Let's just for let last know. run? Come on, bring Kane, Kane is back. done! Ah... <sighs> He, he, took, he took Christian's gimmick one more match 
every week. Like, for real, he's, <laughs> oh, he's done. Man. He's not the devil's favorite demon now. He's Republican Kane. He's, oh, Repu- he's Republican Kane. <laughs> Republican? Yeah. Oh, give us Oh, oh God. I, got I have a headache. Let's move on. Sandy debuts, thank God. About time. I'm happy for Eric Young. Who was the right option to face Styles? Okay, so there's five options. Brian, Big East, Mojo, Miz, or Rusev. Well, we would have said the Miz, but they're holding yeah. off on that. Hopefully they don't hold off so long to no, no people will still care. I think Miz will be over with... I think he's a better Mike person. We, had, we had one vote for Dan and Brian. So one bad. person agrees. Rusev number one contender. That's pretty awesome, unexpected, and awesome. Yeah, it was a, it was something different. We're seeing something new, so yeah. let's see what they can do with it. Stuff. All right. So Rusev number one. Okay, so next up we got AJ Styles confirmed to be the cover star for WWE 2K19. I think everyone saw that coming. But here, here's speculation on this. Some speculation said that. WWE's reason for keeping the belt on him was maybe for this, for Come his, out. like, you know, promotional appearances and everything. Yeah, but Rollins wasn't champ when he was the cover person. Because he was burning it down. <laughs> I'm just saying, regardless, AJ had, like, a great year, so it makes the most sense to put him on the cover. I'm okay with him on the cover. I mean, if I really not, don't care who's if on not the cover. Styles, who? I really don't care who's on the cover. If not Styles and who? Yeah. Strowman. See, the thing is, Strowman's great. Don't get me wrong. He just he hasn't done that much. I'm, I'm pretty sure winning money in the bank alone doesn't... And yeah, the greatest Warrior Roman thing, I guess, counts too. But that's not enough. Get these hands. I mean, yes, get these hands would be a great tagline. For a 19. Get this game! <laughs> yeah, what's next? Strong going, get these games. I really don't care who's on the cover. Also, side note, apparently the rumor is that the DLC pre-order for that is Ronda Rousey. Why? They always have a pre-order, though. I know, but... Why can't she just be a default? Of course they're not going to do that. I mean, okay. Say she's not the pre-order DLC. Who would you have as pre-order DLC? Looks like I'm behind the Keep DLC. Keep in mind that... Keep in mind that whoever was last couple of times that they had pre-ordered DLC, they come back it's for like, maybe an occasional match and then go in the Hall of Fame. Who was so it? Who Goldberg you, and Sting? Goldberg, Sting, well, not Warrior, technically. I mean, he came back, but not for wrestling. Warrior, Sting, Kurt, Goldberg. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> oh. If you say Donald Trump, I will hold fucking up. hit you. Hold up, guess who? We didn't talk about this yet. Guess who's training again? Who? Do you guys know? No. Come on. Say it. David Arquette. Okay, moving oh, along. Okay. No, did you no, see? No, actually, yeah, I did see that. that was, Dude, that was, he looked good. Yeah, that was cool. He is the biggest mark in wrestling. I mean, he's a former world <laughs> That <laughs> That was Russo. Was that Russo? It's still in was, the record books as a world champion. Yeah, that's Russo's stupidity. Yep, and he's still world champion. Did Brett ever win a WCW championship? Yes. Okay, I was yeah. about to say because he won and Brett didn't. Yeah, he he won, he won against Benoit when yeah. they had their tournament or whatever. So, Let's see, uh, that's right, folks. For our younger viewers out there that probably don't know who we're talking about, the stupid cop from Scream is a former world heavyweight champion. Hey, he's not stupid. He 
His family's a his big... His character in that movie was stupid. His dark hair family's a big family in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Anyway, moving on. The new and he was married to um, Courtney Cox. Shush. When my hand goes up, you shut up. Let's move on. The New Day collide with the Elite at E3. This is where you talk. Oh, yeah. Um, as the avid video game fan who also has E3 experience because he went to E3, I can honestly say that was such a great time to watch. Like, the ba- the banter between back and forth was hilarious. <laughs> like, when Kenny was just like, to Big E, I'm trying to see if I can remember correctly, um, um, savor this because this is the only time you're going to be in the main event. <laughs> or like when they were hitting New Day with just bombs of like heat and they were just like oh they can't talk because they don't have nobody to write their stuff for them <laughs> it was pretty hilarious seeing um, Omega and Xavier after they were done being complete bitches with the hot peppers oh yeah that was so funny dude you got the stuff you need to send it to my head to see it it's, it's on, on up, 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 down, down. Like, it's one of the live stream videos. Okay. It was it was hilarious. Like, for those of you wondering, New Day beat the Elite at Street Fighter. But then Kenny was like, this isn't about them. This is between you and me. So let's have our best of five right now. And when I say it was intense, it was intense. Like, Xavier went up to the first couple of matches, and then Kenny came back, and Xavier started pulling up ahead again, and then Kenny got his four, and then you think, okay, Kenny's about to win it. Then Xavier comes in, and they tie at the last round, and then literally by, like, a, a hair, Omega takes it. It was booked that way. Who <laughs> <laughs> was booking this? It couldn't have been booked that way. You know what, though? They, they did say afterwards, and it, it was cool that... WWE was at, on their website was acknowledging all of this going on. Yeah. And Omega and they were saying afterwards to the point where they put his match on WWE Network. But they were saying yeah. but they were saying after all of this was over that stuff like this is good. It's good just to see any kind of cross promotion and like the companies being so open towards the idea. Mhm. You know, so Little baby steps like that. I mean, it's it's moving things in the right direction. One of the, I forgot. One of the other funniest parts during that whole thing was when like Xavier was winning in the best of five, and Kenny, you could tell Kenny was getting mad, and like the commentator in the background was like, you know, talking smack, and so he's like, you know what? I'm done with your biased commentary, Matt. Uh, I forgot the other guy. Matt, Nick, take care of him. Right, and then fucking and then Young Buck super kicked the commentator. <laughs> What's the funniest shit? Super kick party. What's next? Uh, so the next one is. The, uh, oh no no no, we got we got podcast part. So, what are the uh, plugs that? We go through every week. What's the Facebook ones? You remember those a lot better than I do. Heart Foundation. Uh, you're you're having a feud with a twenty four seven. Heart Foundation. Fuck that fucking page. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about them. Move. Go to another one. Um, Wrestling K podcast. Yeah, they're awesome. Yes, they are. And what is the double drop kick? Double drop kick. And Cold the K fake. Can't forget them. And on top of that, of course, we're gonna plug our own pages. Oh, Face- <laughs> I was like, oh, we can't forget about that. 
the Inzaguri Pro Wrestling Discussions on Facebook. We've got our SoundCloud page, which if you're listening to this, is either on here or our iTunes account. We have our YouTube account, which will soon have a video up talking about Money in the Bank. So that's going to be the first video that takes the place of Mark's Roundtable, the podcast episodes, are now going to be on YouTube. Uh, we have our Snapchat, our Instagram, and a bunch of other stuff that we don't use, but we will get to those eventually. How's YouTube, though? YouTube's still got to work on that. we got to talk about that outside of the episode. Next up, we got... Tommy Dreamer makes his Lucha Underground debut during their season four tapings in Los Angeles. That was pretty cool. That is awesome to hear that he's jumping around different promotions. Dreamer is, he is, um, I don't want to say that he's... Terry Funk? I don't want to say that he's like Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho is so much higher than him. But at the same time, Dreamer is, he's a guy that can move around. I mean, all of this is so you can cross-promote with House of Hardcore because he always has his HOH shirt on. And it's he, awesome. he got a big pop, too. Yeah. Like, a really big pop. And he's, I did, he's doing good for himself. Mm-hmm. And they showed the match on TNA that we were at. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's still horrible. Oh. oh wow. No, the match was horrible. Which match was the, that? That was um, Tom, Eli Drake versus Moose. Moose. Oh, yeah. I did not care for that match. The House of Hardcore match is better. My opinion. What? What's next? Oh, San Diego names June nineteenth to be six one nine day in honor of Rey Mysterio. What a bunch of marks! <laughs> I mean, that's pass. that's pretty cool, though. <coughs> I gotta say, though, I mean, he's from San Diego, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But it's still pretty cool. I mean, it's Rey Mysterio. Like, what's the hate? <laughs> <laughs> like, Speaking of Mysterio, didn't he say that he's he's going to be signing a contract possibly with WWE? Yeah, in the near future. I think when he gets all of his other um, obligations out of the way. Yeah, because they were talking about... Because I think he's like freelance too, right? Yeah. Yeah. They haven't locked him down or anything, but online they've been saying that possible three-year part-time schedule contract. And um, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. You, yeah, if they nice. do sign him, do you see another title run? No. What's next? All In. All In? Yep. Did we talk about that already? Yeah, no, we didn't. We found oh. out that All In will now be broadcast. Oh, yes. It's going to be broadcasting them. Don't know. They haven't said. Yeah, they just say that it's a definite. There's, th- th- it could be Twitch. There's a lot of stuff that All In talks about, but they don't say. They don't, it's like, guess what? We're going to be broadcast on what? I like, for real. At this point, it's like the dragons from Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, they're coming. <laughs> It's like, we got Winter's a bunch coming. of matches. Who's on the show? Uh, just, you know, I mean, it's a surprise. You'll find out. I mean, we got Cody I feel versus... like it shouldn't be a surprise. I feel like Tommy Dreamer's promoting if anything, it. If, we've, if we've learned anything from House of Hardcore, the surprises, they're going to be a double-edged sword. Because yeah. you could have some good stuff, or you could have a series lackluster card that hurts the program. Who's Kenny Omega going to be facing? Don't know. If he should be going against Okada. It's fucking... <laughs> yeah, because Metzer needs to have an, another eight-star match this time. Hey, 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 it's going to be a nine-star match. Get it right. I'm sorry, nine and three quarters, right? <laughs> okay, that was... Side note, so since, we're, that, since we're on the subject of Meltzer, that, I just got to say... That was, that was two down, and but I know we'll, we'll move that one off. I'm sorry. 
his rating system is stupid. Okay. So, so if you're gonna have Mouser, some shit out of five stars, just make it five stars. Don't be a fucking dick and make it more. Hold on. So <laughs> like, this is in reference to most people will probably realize this, but for the ones that don't. Um, David Meltzer is probably the only guy that people really follow the star ratings with these days. And, um, the last Kenny Omega versus Okada two out of three falls Dominion match, which everybody agrees was an amazing match. He gave seven stars. Seven out of, out of five, five stars. stars. Wow. Because what, what, five what? doesn't get the point across. No, it was double perfect. Holy crap. How do you get no, seven out of five? No, it was perfect plus two. Dude, Steinemath. It's so, here's here's it's, here's my take on it. Um, when you go back and you actually look at his opinions for all these matches, and you go, okay, I'm trying to remember all these matches that were mind blowing at the time, and none of these are five stars. Yeah. Where the fuck do you get seven? Like, Is seriously. it because Johnny Gargano got back-to-back five-star takeover matches that you got to show who you really reach around to? It's just like, mm. you get shit on on a regular basis for shit like this, and then you add more fuel to the fire. Like It's, it's kind of like those, it's kind of like the wrestling cartoon thing. The, the one with Omega and Jericho where he was like, Mamma Mia! Another star! Another star! That's My god! It. I remember, um, I think it was like the last Kenny and Okada match that he did. He gave it six and three quarters. All out their of matches five. have. Where does the three quarters come from? All it's their matches have five. averaged over five. So apparently, they are the greatest feud in history. Apparently, Chris Jericho confirms the first round matches for the Sea of Honor tournament. I'm going to pull this up. So just chat while I'm grabbing it. Oh, so he's... The tour has matches now. So... How does that work when on the cruise, though? Like, like do they have it, the matches on the cruise? or Do they, do go, they go to the wrestling show? I don't understand this. Yet. I never understood how Maybe Sammy Callahan could just come up and just wreck everybody's havoc or whatever. Okay, so here's the matches for the... Oh, it's a King of Ring. Yeah, sort of. So we got... Hey, where'd you go? Oh, that's an <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> okay, we have Jay Lethal versus BJ Whitmer. Ooh! Christopher Daniels versus Delirious. Ooh. Marty Scurll versus Red, T- Red Titus. Wow. <laughs> I haven't seen him in ages. Yeah. S- S- I get this guy's name wrong. Silas? Silas Young? Silas Young. Silas Young versus Flip Gordon. There's your boy. Oh, I like them both. Dude, this is going to... Um, is this going to be on, on anything? I want to see this. Yeah, I'll probably right. like stream it. Uh, Mark Briscoe versus Will Ferreira. That's Ooh. probably gonna be good. Adam Page versus Kazarian. Ooh. Oh, here's a good one. Cheeseburger versus Beer City Bruiser. Cheeseburger, yes. And Jay Briscoe versus Kenny King. So Jericho. Oh, can we see? Can we see Briscoe versus Briscoe at then? Possibly. So Jericho's just keeping himself busy these days. Jesus. Dude, I would love to going. see this. Yeah. Do I? Have to, how much is the? I don't want to go on a cruise. I hate boats. Why don't you want to... What? I hate boats. What's wrong with boats? Have you seen me ever been on a boat? But it's the boat of Jericho, man. But I yeah. hate boats. Do, do, you get seasick on this shit. Deal with the seasickness, man. You can't do that <laughs> shit. Dude, I'm like I'm like Mr. T on my ET. Scared to fly. I'm scared to be on a boat. Would you rather be on a boat or would you rather eat a big juicy steak? Goddamn, my iceberg might come up somewhere. Would you rather be on a boat or eat a big juicy steak? 
I'll eat the steak! Holy shit! <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> so, yeah, Jericho's keeping himself busy and wonder what's going to happen with him and the Sammy Callahan stuff. And that's the end of our show. Oh, we're not doing that. Oh, son of a bitch. I almost forgot about that. Sorry. I, I forgot. We got questions. We're yes. going to go through these as fast as possible. Okay, you read them fast. You no. got a fast reader. Okay, fine. You can read it. You and your, your Steiner pronunciation. Okay, so... Sierra. Sierra Wilkinson. Money in the... I'm going to read this exactly how it says. Money in the bank. Is Becky Lynch just a high-caliber jobber now, or will she ever get a legit... And I stress legit shot again. She's a jobber. Jobber. Um, after Braun wins money in the bank, is there a point to the Universal title anymore? Yes, Br um, Braun winning. Um, nobody yeah. can beat Brock, and no one can beat... Braun will win, and then he'll lose to somebody else. Whatever. Or only Roman can... Uh, they can have these built guy, these guys built like uh, Seth, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Baron. Why is Baron Corbin on this list? I'm sorry. Um, Bobby Lashley can't stand up to them. Okay. okay. Uh, I think she's trying to say Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar are like main eventers, and anybody they beat, like these big guys, like these stars, nobody can beat. Right now, but booking can change all that. We, oh, saw what, we saw what happened to Oscar, the unbeatable monster that loses to Carmella. Something's so going things on. can change very fast. SmackDown. Thoughts on Brother Nero Willow. It's awesome. More of it. Yeah. More of it. Get After the more. gauntlet match, what are you hoping to see most out of su most for SummerSlam? Rusev. Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Joe. Ooh, I would like to see Earth Daniel Styles Bryan versus Miz. Daniel Bryan versus Miz. Um, Daniel Bryan versus Joe, now, and Daniel Bryan versus Miz WrestleMania feud. That'd be good. Should Biggie get a singles push? Yes. Eh, depends. Yes, I think he deserves. It, it. Yeah, but what's a big push? Is it just going to lead to nothing? Could be IC title, US title. I think. I think Big E probably makes more money doing what he's doing now than he would with the IC title. I think they don't want to stop doing that. They're having fun. Of course they're having fun, because they don't have to worry about anything. It's like, oh, we win, lose, who the fuck cares? We're making money. I think, honestly, as far as like people saying, oh, the New Day need to break up, it's like, you know who disagrees with that? The New Day. Yeah. They're probably like, no, we'll just do what we're doing right now. Okay, this is in from Josh o. What's your take on Sandy's future? Sandy's got a very bright future. I if they don't screw up how the way um, Wyatt family disappeared, I think they'll be good, stable. Yeah, next up from Josh O. Will Daniel Bryan feud with the Bludgeon Brothers? Yes. Yeah. It I looks don't like want it. to, but it looks like it. Um, Josh O, next. Uh, what's next for Samoa Joe? Um, Something good, because God, he needs it. He needs, he needs somebody, because I haven't seen anything. He needs Styles. I feel like after Rusev, it needs to be Joe versus Styles. Yes. And what about Nakamura? Nakamura's uh, Nakamura's IC title now. Uh, Josh Ho, Kevin Owens should win an acting award for his performance on Raw. He was good. He was yeah. funny. I hope this leads to something with them. You know. Um. 
Dave Walker. Is it Rusev's time for the WWE title? Hell no. No. But it's good to see that he's in it's the main event. It's good to see him in the main event, but I it's say not time. it would be awesome if he wins, but I don't think he will. I Oops. mean, I'll say anything can happen considering Dolph just won the IC title out of nowhere, but it, it it's very unlikely. Dude, I will be over. No Elias questions? Who, who the fuck is this guy? Dave? Yeah, where was Elias? Dave, Dave Broker? You still have time. What's he talking about? You still have time. We're out of time. I only have time to say, I'm D.B. Richards. I'm J.C.L. Damn, dude, you're going to do it like that? <laughs> what, you didn't like that? It was good. And you're... Friend. See you next week. Night, everybody. Meh.